On this episode of Life in Practice, we discuss all things breastfeeding, what it was really like, the tools that made it just a little bit easier, and how we handled it at work. We hope you enjoy the show. Welcome to the podcast, Life in Practice, where we talk about all things law, motherhood, and womanhood. We're your hosts, Natalie and Jessica. We're two lawyers turned working moms here to share the wisdom and experience we learned along the way. Whether you're looking to improve your practice or figure out when you'll finally get some sleep, we're here to give you real-life answers sprinkled with entertaining stories and some laughter. As always, this is a judgment-free zone to share your questions while learning how to lead a better life and improve your practice. So thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoy the show. I was actually on Facebook today and saw a post about a mama's milk jewelry, and it made me cry almost, like tear up, because I realized that Audrey's my third kid and she might be my last, who knows, breastfed all three of my kids. And I'm like, maybe I should look into doing that milk jewelry. Have you ever heard of that? Yeah. yeah Did you yeah. get something or? I was going to, I was going to get a ring, like a really cute one. Yeah. And then I ended up getting that painting, that painting. Oh, that's right. You yeah. told me that. It's a woman. Um, really naked. How do you explain this? <laughs> yeah. How do I explain this? It's a woman with in on a beach. There's no head to her. It's just like lower than her head. And there's a conch shell covering her hoo-ha. <laughs> and then her breasts are leaking milk. <laughs> it's a little much. And my husband thinks it's a little much. But it's in my office. And no one really sees it except me. And I think it's beautiful. And I think it commemorates my breastfeeding journey. And that's what it is. I have frozen breast milk left in the freezer. And I'm like, oh, what am I going to do with it? I mean, you can do milk baths and stuff like you know. But I feel like maybe I will send out something and do a ring. Or I was looking at rings today. But... Yeah, uh, I think it's nice to commemorate that journey because, like, it's a struggle, and no matter how long you do it, it's a beautiful thing. It's something only a woman can do, and it's just a way to connect with your child that's really enjoyable when you when you're when you get the hang of it. Um, but it does suck at the beginning. I think it really sucked for me the first four to five weeks, and then after that, I got the hang of it and it got better. Well, and kids are so different. I mean. Kids grow up so quickly, and I feel like those first 12 months mean so much, whether you breastfeed or bottle feed. It's just that time, like you said, where you share with your child in those moments, whether you're holding them and bottle feeding them or you have the ability to breastfeed, which, yeah, what is it? A fed baby's a happy baby. That's the, yeah, I to- totally. I totally agree with that. But I will say, like, breastfeeding, I felt because I, I also supplemented with formula when he became, when he turned, I think, 10 months old. Um, cause my supply went down after I got my period. And so then I had to figure out how am I going to supplement this? Because <laughs> I was pumping like a mad woman and then I was kind of hating it because I was pumping so much. And then I was, I, I finally thought about it, you know, what's best for me and for my son. And I gave up pumping. I think when he turned 11 months, cause I was just like, I'm done with this. And- um, and then I, continue to breastfeed him in the mornings only because that was easy but by that time I was down to like announce and this topic like we said is kind of near and dear to both of our hearts because we did both look into it research it figure out how to breastfeed I came from a family who did not really breastfeed exclusively or pump and breastfeed that wasn't a thing that anyone in like any of my aunts or mom did really they did it for a few weeks and then they went back to work and didn't continue it yeah I had a friend in the office who she was just like, this is what you do. Like you just pump and she taught me everything. And I had a friend recently come up to me at a birthday party and she's like, I 
um, you were my example. And that kind of like brought tears to my eyes because I'm like, I didn't really think of that. But she said she saw me do it the year before she was pregnant. And she's like, you just made it look easy. Like you came to work, you did your thing, you had your lunchbox, Mm -hmm. you went in your nursing room. Mm -hmm. And then I just figured that's what I had to do. And I'm like, I really appreciated that comment. How did you yourself decide to breastfeed? Well, uh, just backtracking a little bit uh, with our moms and our aunts, I think a lot of the generation prior to us formula fed exclusively just because um, I think the way that formula was promoted and I also think that breast pumps like you get now were not available like it's kind of a recent thing where you have a breast pump that's convenient and actually like functions like a medical grade pump whereas back then I don't know what they used (laughs) and also like the as much progress as we still need to make with uh, women who breastfeed we have come very far from back then. And so like you were saying, a nursing room um, in the office that's now available in a lot of professional environments, um, but it's still lacking maybe in hourly environments. Um, So there's still a lot of progress to be made so that women can get to do that. And I chose to do it because, again, like you said, I did a (laughs) lot of research um, of the benefits of it and... I just felt like, especially with COVID, yeah. Um, my thing was COVID. Uh, I wanted to give him as much as immunity as possible to that, and breastfeeding did that in my head. That's what 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 I was able to do for him with it. Um, and you know, early in the days of the vaccine, I think there were was talk that maybe you gave the baby. Um, antibodies from taking yeah. the vaccine so then i that's why i continue to do breastfeeding as well um overall i just think like it was a good choice for me i felt connected to my son i felt like i was giving him antibodies and immunity boosting uh, <laughs> uh what's the word organisms i, don't I know. guess yeah um well they call it liquid gold for a reason yeah. i mean they say that if you have a scratch even on you throw some breast milk on it and it'll heal that and it or does like sunburn or anything like that and i've done it to my kids all three kids and yeah it is crazy how it works yeah it's it's awesome it's like and i think it's it's science can't replicate it yeah so like formula comes close but it's not the same and it changes if you're if your kid is sick it changes the color changes it changes if you see it in a bag it's just like amazing um and i did like i said do a lot of research the one book i read um, which I think I mentioned in our first episode was um, The Womanly Art of Breastfeeding yeah. by La Leche League, which is an international organization that champions breastfeeding. Don't fully agree with everything that's in the book as far as like raising a child, um, but they had really great tips on breastfeeding. And I think that we both have gained really great tips. One from my experience, my one experience and in, in you from having four kids, three kids, three kids. I'm sorry. <laughs> Not four yet. Or making you more mother than <laughs> you are. Um, yeah. So from having three kids, you, you have, I think a lot more well, knowledge too. <laughs> between the three of us. So I breastfed between two of us. Yeah. Two of us. Oh my gosh. <laughs> See, now we're screwing up numbers. Yeah. Um, I was doing the math and I was like, gosh, I was pregnant for almost whatever, 27 months with three kids and then breastfed for at least almost three and a half years, like during Mm -hmm. my son just turned five. So three and a half years, like that's crazy to me that that's how much you can breastfeed. 
so I chose to do like I did it around 13 months each kid and that was like in our prior episode we talked about I didn't really understand how to wean off at the time (laughs) but we'll get to the basics first um well let's go through what pumps we use well before we that we get to that how did you feel breastfeeding the first time so were you in those first four four to five weeks I was frustrated yeah was that the case for you yeah well I was really lucky with all three of my kids. They latched on within the first day, like super easily. So I never had problems with the baby itself. I had more problems with my first trying to figure out a schedule. Once you're on a schedule, the second two kids are easy, to be honest. It's that first 12 months where you're trying to figure out how often you have to do it, uh, when you have to do it, if you're doing it on demand versus you have a set schedule where you're nursing and pumping on and off. Um, So I didn't have a problem that way. My biggest issue was clogs during certain times but that goes with the scheduling I think what do you mean clogs so clogs in your milk ducts um if a baby feeds more on one side your other breast can be inflamed and then engorged engorged (laughs) see I don't even know the terms engorged and then it's like how do I describe this it's like hard like a brick like it's like a golf ball inside your breast for moms who have never pumped yet there's a lot of new moms who I'm sure are going to have a lot of summer babies and this would be helpful for you to know you can have like a golf ball size clogged duck (laughs) inside your breast and there's tips on how to fix that a lot of people say you can use electric toothbrush that stuff does not work I'm going to tell you that right now I've done it I've done all the tricks in the world best thing in the world and this is not an ad for them but it should be if they want to come sponsor us is la vie it's v-i-e they're these little like mag uh, massagers massagers. they heat up they have different heat settings use them as well Mm -hmm. i think those things are the best thing in the world it's worth every penny that they are it's like depending on if you get them on sale 80 to 60 to 80 dollars depending on how much the sale or whatever if you're considering breastfeeding and you know you're going to want to um i would follow accounts yeah that helps because be my best friend is an account i followed a lot and she exclusively pumped when i was following her but she had like discount codes for libby massagers and yeah. i found like most of the stuff i use for breastfeeding through her um but like having found those things was super helpful well and the last thing you want to do is make an experience that it's already kind of difficult mm-hmm. for moms to begin with like you're trying to figure out the timing on each side that you're supposed to nurse you're supposed to figure out how you prevent leaking on one side of your breast while the baby's nursing on the other. So I know I used a milky with my first kid. It's like a little glove now, if you want to call it. Like it looks like a little half boob kind of. And you <laughs> stick it in your bra and it catches all the milk that leaks. They oh. now have like LV catches. I had those. So it's a similar to that. It was like the version before LV catch. So LV catch is awesome. It's curved and it's thin enough where you can put it in your bra and it's not noticeable. And I say that because the first day I went back to work, I made sure to pack those and I ended up being in a meeting that went through my pumping session for uh, the noon one, the lunchtime one. And I had, luckily I had the LV catch and it caught all of my leaking milk and they're plastic. So it's not cloth and that way it caught all of my milk I didn't link through my shirt. No one noticed. And I was able to save that milk as soon as I got back to my office. And I think it was close to an ounce. Yeah. Um, no, they, altogether. they hold a lot. And that's funny that you say that because I wish I would have known about like the LV catch during any of my kids because I used 
bamboobies, those nursing pads that you put inside mm-hmm. your bra that are supposed to catch things like that. But I would come out of court or whatever and same thing. Like you'd miss a session and they'd be like almost soaked or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you hurt so bad because you're just like, I need to go pump right now. But I feel like almost almost during the whole 12 months I pumped with each kid or whatever, I always used nursing pads. Like yeah. I always kept them in because I was so afraid of leaking and I've had it. I've leaked during pumping sessions, like on accident of not putting the parts in correctly. Do you know what I mean? Oh, 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 so that's yeah, bad. Don't. So I've always brought an extra t-shirt with me and an extra bra to work because that's I've funny. been in those situations where I'm like, holy shoot, my whole side is all leaked. Like I lost all that milk. And then you're like mad about that. But I've done it too. If you're a working I, um, mom, bring extra supplies with you. I think the first week, the first week I was back to work, I did the same thing. I didn't connect my pump correctly. And I'm like, sit- oh no, that's what I did. <laughs> I forgot to put, I used Kindy bags, K-I-I-N-D-E. Okay. And they're bags with a twist top. And I just really liked them because you could twist it onto a bottle that it came with. Um, so they, how do they work? I've never heard of these. I saw them in our giveaway yeah. kit, but I've never used them. So, so they're they're like bags and they, they're they're kind of like, um, think of a carton of milk. It has that round lid to it. Yeah. Like, so they have the same, a similar lid and you... When you're ready to use them, after you freeze them, you just thaw them in hot water, the milk, and then you, there's a bottle that comes with it. It's like a plastic hollow-ish bottle. Okay. And there are nipples that go to it. You put the nipple on the bottle, and then you insert the bag from underneath okay. that's been opened already, and then you just pop it in, and it oh, neat. seals. Like, you just pop it together, and it all comes together. So, we had very different pumps, too, the two of us. Well, had- well so, the leaking part... I was using the kindy bags and you're supposed to twist them onto the pump part. They have like attachments. Anyway, I forgot to put it because I would use a bottle on one side and a kindy bag in the other just okay. so I didn't waste two bags. Okay. Because I, I never was able to fill one bag entirely. And so I would combine the milk. Gotcha. <laughs> so I forgot to put the bag in and I was sitting at my desk like typing away. And then all of a sudden my leg just feels really wet. Oh and I was gosh. like, what the heck? And I looked down. Oh my God. I think I had leaked like two ounces of milk all over myself i was like oh my goodness no. luckily there were black pants and no one could see the skin. yeah but it like breaks your heart too because mm. you're just like and you smell it on yourself all day long like yeah. it's like sour milk i think i left early that day i was like <laughs> i gotta get this I gotta get but i was asking milk. you about the pump style because there's different bags and different accessories that go on depending on if you have like a breast pump where it looks like a breast almost that fits inside your bra like versus a flange the with a what does it look like? Like a funnel almost yeah. that go on you. And I call them like Flanders. cow nipples because that's what it reminds me of. It's like milking a cow because <laughs> I just, I had that with my first kid. And Well, okay. So the ones that look like breasts are the LV and the Willow. Those are the two popular yeah. ones. Um, I think And Free Me. In, okay. Yeah. So, so LV and Willow are wireless, yep. which means you just insert the two breast looking like cups with bags in the Willow and with just like a container in the yeah. LV at the bottom. Yep. Um, I have never tried them. Have you? Yes. So I've used Medela for the first time. It was a hands-free well, mobile, but it was not that one. So, okay. So wait, have you tried LV or Willow? LV. Yes. I've done, I did LV my last time. So it was LV pump, no wires, no tubes. Like you said, there's no plug outlet. So you don't have to pump it. You just have this little breast and you stick it right into your bra and you go about your day. And, and I ha- loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Loved okay. It. You loved it. I hated, the only thing I hated was um 
you have to make sure the parts are secure because mm-hmm. if you don't, they definitely leak. Like you have to make sure that everything's super dry inside when you're cleaned it. Oh. And if they're not dry, you, it won't suction correctly on you. And then the pump won't suction itself because the battery's inside the boob part of the pump, mm-hmm. I guess, if you want to call it that. Um, but I liked it cause you didn't have to have an extra bra like you do on other mm-hmm. pumps. So that was my last pump that I did. So, um, before we get to the rest of the pumps that you've tried, cause you've tried more than me. I've only tried one. Um, how do you feel the LV compared to the other pumps? It was my favorite. Like by far. suction but wise and, and extraction of milk wise. I didn't mind. Was it less milk? Was it the same amount of it milk? It was the same for me. Okay. Like it honestly was cause I feel like if it wasn't, I didn't notice any difference. The only time I noticed a difference was, like I said, I didn't secure it properly. Um, okay. And That's good to know. I used mother's milk like crazy, or mother's milk tea like crazy. So if I was ever down, I would drink a couple things of tea and yeah. <laughs> it would increase. Yeah. Well, let's get through the pumps because yeah. then I do we'll have supplements that I also took <laughs> that I felt like really helped. Um, okay, so we've talked about the LV yep. and the Willow. Those are the two really like gen- gen- genuinely wireless ones that you yep. don't need wires, that you don't need an outlet. And they're basically the same for people who are comparing mm-hmm. them. I chose LV because it holds more milk than the Willow. And that's what I was afraid of because I know on my other pumps, I went over the amount and I had to continually switch out, like take off bottles or take off the milk and then re-put it on. So I think, I forget if it's four ounces or five but one of them holds four or five and then the other holds five or six ounces mm-hmm. so that's why i chose lv because it held more milk and you didn't have to use these stupid bags and pay extra money for that but now i know they knew do have a new willow that i think doesn't necessarily require bags on them oh i didn't i didn't know that maybe when i decide to have another child <laughs> well, i will look into that one and then the nice thing about the lv is there's an app on your phone that literally you can time it you turn your thing on off so i would be We'll talk about this in a minute on how we actually nursed through working situations, but I would nurse in work situations and no one would even know because I just turned on my phone and pushed the app and then the pump start. That's awesome. So that was my la- most recent experience. Um, okay. What are the, so another, are the pumps? another hands-free one is a free me independence, which is basically like a oversized iPod, um, or like a phone. It's like a phone kind of. It's a circular device. But then there's two tubes. And then you have these breast like. I don't know how they're to describe cups. this. No, they're yeah. cups. So it's just uh, like the LVs, but it has tubes. Connected. I guess that we shouldn't say cups. They're like, they're shaped like a boob, basically. Yeah. <laughs> they're cu- they're, think of a padded bra that's hollow. Yeah. <laughs> and it's plastic. <laughs> so it's really two hard. plastic boobs that you're putting on. But the difference between Free Me and LV is LV has nothing connected. It's just the boob cup yeah where the free me has two tubes and then it hooks up to a little small device that you hook you can hold on your belt or you can just put it yeah. on the table there's no ties to a cord like an electric outlet so and it's like you have to charge it like a phone and okay i also tried the cups not the actual machine okay so before we get to the cups yeah um because i have a story about that uh <laughs> how do you feel the machine compared to um Velvy or other pumps that so free me independence the machine was neat because once you figured out that there's a secret it's called turbo boost when you figure out that trick online your output goes up a lot more because it makes it more powerful and then you can control better going increase the 
pressure, I guess, of the suction versus LV, which kind of does it manually. So it changes on its own. Like you can control it on your phone, but then all of a sudden it'll start slowing down a little bit because it thinks like you're on a letdown or whatever, like that you're fine. And I'm like, no, 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 increase that sucker. Like keep going. I have five more minutes or whatever. Like I need to get every drop. (laughs) So that was the only like weird thing that I did. I do remember now with LV was it would manually change on itself. (laughs) I don't think I ever, because you say letdown. So when you breastfeed, the initial phase of like your milk coming out is called the letdown. Yeah. And then you just like get, then you have a consistent flow of milk. I could never figure out because <laughs> because supposedly you have like one or two more letdowns when you breastfeed. So you go let down and then milk comes out and then you yeah. let down again and more milk comes out and then you let down one more time and there's like a trickle of milk. I never figured that out. Me neither. <laughs> like, no, I couldn't. I was like, I don't understand this. I think some girls get to the point where they're like, it's almost like a clogged duck, like opens up. If that mm-hmm. makes sense. Like it just like squirts out. I never had that experience. And I, I did. You did have that? Only with the initial letdown. I know, I know when I initially would let down because I felt like a kind of like a pressure, yeah. like a rush through my breast. <laughs> Jesus. <So funny. laughs> God, I hope only women are listening to this. <laughs> I felt like a rush through my breast and like a relief. It's hard to explain, but like when you experience it, you'll understand it. But then I never felt that again during my session. That's what I was talking about. I've yeah. never felt it the second time. Yeah. Second or third. Or. Um, so my story with the free me cups, I did buy the free me cups. Okay. And I loved them. I loved them for travel. And I went to California. We're in Chicago. So that's like a four and a half hour uh, flight. Yeah. Or so. When um, my son was two months old and I... I'm so thankful to have had purchased those cups because I was able to pump on the plane a little bit more discreetly. I hid all the wires under my like loose t-shirt that I had, but it was awesome. And I actually got a lot of output using those. Um, I loved them. I like it's convenience. And that's why I switched from the free me to the LV on the last time. Cause I'm like, okay, free me was like great for me for convenience, Mm -hmm. but I want it even better. So Mm -hmm. I didn't want any tubes this time where I'm like, just give me those cups and throw them in and nobody knows. And I think, Although I, we will say, I think LV is pretty pricey. It's like 500 bucks. Yeah. And so is Willow. Yep. Insurance covers what? Like 150 of it? It depends your insurance. I think I had to pay like half of, I think I've paid maybe two or $300. Yeah. I think. And it, I know I, they do have a new LV that just came out that insurance almost covers completely. But it's like the free me because yeah. it has wires. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Oh. Um. Yeah. I think I was quoted 150 covered by insurance and then 350 out of pocket and for pumping the first time, I was like, I don't know if I want to dish out three fifty. <laughs> um, then I realized how much the formula costs. Yeah, I was like, oh, <laughs> um, I think formula for me ran when I was mostly exclusively formula feeding. It was like nearly three hundred dollars. Yeah, because um, my kid was just downing milk. Well, and it's hard to figure that out, but that's how why you need to talk to other moms. See from experience, for me, I knew after having two kids what I wanted my third time. And I figured, worst comes to worst, if that LV didn't work for me, I have my other two pumps yeah. I could always use as back, backups. Back, whatever, backups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so what else have you tried? My first one was a Medela hands-free mobile. It's, I couldn't find the name of it online, but it's similar to what they now have. It's called the Medela Swing. So it is to me like the cow pumping 
press <laughs> things where you have the funnels, you have the connector piece, and then you have like a bottle hanging down. For these devices from like new moms who are just going into pumping experiences, you have to have, well, I highly suggest you have, is the hands-free bra that has these holes basically in the nipples where you put the flanges in. It mm-hmm. holds the bottles outside of you. And to me, it looks like you're nursing a, like a I cow. Like, yeah. And it's just, it works really great. I think those are the most powerful ways yeah. to get milk out of you. Yeah. But it's, to me, lonely as hell because you're usually in a room by yourself pumping unless you can put like a big sweatshirt over, which I got to the point halfway through, I would start wearing robes and just being out in, with my family and stuff because mm-hmm. it drove me nuts being in a room by myself doing it all the time. Fortunately, with the pandemic, though, I was able to just walk around my house with those yeah. <laughs> cow milking contraption on my strapped to myself. Like I had the hands free bra yeah. um, and I just walked around my house. And I think our nanny had already started by that point. And I was just like, I don't care. Like I, it's I'm not putting a shirt on. You definitely like get out of your comfort zone when you wear those for sure because yeah, like, i know like my husband there. was like what on earth the world do you have? <laughs> yeah my cleaning lady saw that for the first time too and they're like what is that i was like i'm making milk yep. just leave me alone i'm a cow now but to me those are annoying because there's so many pieces involved mm-hmm. to connect them mm-hmm. there's a lot more parts to clean but like i said you do get more milk i think at the end of the day with those that style and it's you have the bottle already attached so you don't have to pour milk from like the breast cups and the LV to a bottle afterwards. So what helped? Okay, so I used the baby Buddha, and it is the size of a cell phone. Yeah, and it is really powerful, and that's what be my best friend at the time. I don't know if she's changed um, her mind on pumps, but that was her favorite pump, and so I ended up buying it, and it works great. It's super powerful, though. I mean, the first time that I used it, my nipples hurt so bad. They're um, like shocks. Any type of pump oh you use, you're like, holy shoot, this is how like, this feels. <laughs> the most suction possible and it's on a sensitive area. But anyway, um, it's, it's the size of a cell phone. And out of it comes a long tube that then connects to... <laughs> it's hard to that explain. That connects to the... I don't it's like the it's like connector a piece yeah the connector it, the connector i don't know because then which that is connects to a flange yeah like. which is connected to a flange on the top end that goes to your breast and then connected to a bottle or bag at the bottom yeah i use the kindy bag so then i had a what you, another connector basically yeah to connect the connector <laughs> to the kindy bag oh my god that's that. now i'm thinking about this I'm like, this is so many parts i might actually get the lb or the willow next or whatever other hands-free <laughs> wireless thing comes out um, I was just really fearful of like, oh my gosh, there are horror stories that people don't get that much milk, blah, blah, yeah. blah, compared to the other pumps they use, blah, blah, blah. So I was really afraid of, of losing my milk yeah. when I got, when I was getting a pump and that's why I went with this one. Um, it is hospital grade. It's very powerful. The flanges that it came with were too big for me and they're also like rock hard. They're just hard plastic. So I ended up getting the LAC, LAC tech flanges i think it's l-a-c-k-t-e-k or maybe no k in the middle but they're lactic flanges and they're i think they're silicone like so they're they're flexible i've never heard of those yeah they're awesome so three my best friend also used those they um there was an i got the Bugen mom inserts first and okay. they're also really those are flexible. like silicone right? yeah that they're silicone inside the hard one yeah you put it in the hard one and i used that for a little bit and then i was like i'm just gonna take the plunge and pay the 25 dollars for these other flanges thank goodness i did because they worked so much better they just felt more 
natural and like it mimics your baby suctioning. Um, so those were helpful. And then I connected those with the Medela connector that that's what I had to use. That was the hack, um, to be able to use them with the baby Buddha. Okay. Uh, and then I used the kindy bags. Um, yeah. It could be overwhelming for new moms, like putting all these, this together. And that's part of the problem why I think a lot of moms stop breastfeeding and go to formula. Cause at the end of the day, it is easier if, even if you can produce, produce milk to just grab a bucket or canister of formula and stick it with water and shake. Like, I mean, it was pretty convenient in the mornings to, um, just pop a breast in and as convenient as, um, popping a boob in in the mornings <laughs> was, I also had to figure out how to pump on during work and yeah. in, in, with my work schedule. And so I ended up doing, I think an Right when I got in, I would go pump, which was usually like 8.45. And so by the time I settled down and figured this contraption out, I um, would start pumping at 9. And then I did a second session at 12 and a third session, I think, at 3. I probably could have done 4 in order to maintain my milk. But I honestly was just like, this is already a lot. And I'm already in this. um, Well, luckily for me, my office was the only office in the entire um, office space that had a lock on it. So I could pump oh, nice. in my office okay. and still work. Nice. Um, whereas other mo- new moms that were in my office didn't have locking office doors. And they had to pump in the communal um, mother's room. Okay. Which was great that we had one. There was like a fridge in there and a chair. <laughs> yeah. Not very wor- welcoming. <laughs> but we had one. And it allowed for mothers to eat pumping if they wanted to. I think the downfall is with billable hours, you don't want to spend 20 minutes each time for a total of at least an hour, maybe more in, in while you set it up in a mother's room, not working. Yep. You could bring your laptop in there with you, I guess, but it's just already a lot. And then you have to think about that and going to a mother's room to do it. And so you said you did use a mother's room. Yeah. So because our work styles are different and like you said, you have an office with a closed door. I don't, I have a cubicle. Um, my last time that I have it where my cube is basically no one walks past me except one male coworker. and I asked our HR I'm like can I put a shower curtain up I'm like I have these pumps where you literally don't hear them no one will know what I'm doing except for the fact that there's a shower curtain up like in mm-hmm. between my cube and he's like well that might make some people uncomfortable and I'm like it's under my shirt. Like, I'm not stripping down naked. Right. And they're going to know. Yeah. So he's like, I'd really, he's like, we can, you can do that, but I could feel the hesitation. So I'm like, just forget it. I'll do the mother's room. So the la- previous two times, there's a mother's room that was basically dedicated because I started pumping at that office. Mm-hmm. And I know people before me had to go down in our courthouse and there's a nursing room for anyone to use in the entire courtroom. But to get down there, it basically takes 10 minutes for my office to get there. So now you're adding additional time going 10 minutes down, 10 minutes up, setting up your stuff in that room. an hour later. Exactly. An hour later. Like, ridiculous. So it was really nice that our office accommodated, made this little mother's room with table, fridge, just like you said. So for employers, a little tidbit here is have a mother's room that's near your office where your employees work so they don't have to travel a lot. And even better, if you just give your op- employees an option to somehow enclose their own space right. <laughs> so they don't have to waste 10, 15 minutes setting up and going somewhere else to do it. Well, and even multiple mother's rooms, like all you need is a room that shuts and has a lock on it. Because when I was in a different department in our office, I had to walk across the entire office to get to that new mother's room. And I'm like, that even took longer time. Like it was such a waste to go back and forth there. 
and offer a fridge too. Yeah. Like that's, you have to keep the milk cold for nine hours. <laughs> and what I did pumping was I always took the whole cup and just put that in the fridge instead of washing it in between sessions. Cause to me, you didn't really need to, as long as you kept it refrigerated. Yep. If you look online, it says that it's the fine. Yeah. It's called the so check. I did the same thing with my flanges. So once I set them up in the morning, I just put them all in yep. how it was after I like pour, poured the milk out and I just put them in there in the fridge. Um, but, but I yeah. think some moms think that they have to wash after each session. You do not have to wash. You don't. Like, <laughs> I mean, really, you don't. I didn't, and my kid was fine. No, I did um, it once at night for the next yeah, day. That's same, when I washed them all. Same. I actually ended up ordering two Lactec flanges so that I would always have a clean one if that, in case anything happened. Um, but the fridge is important because you can only leave breast milk out in the room temperature for four hours. Yeah. So by the middle of the day, it's not good and so either you need to like have ice packs and stuff like it's just ridiculous yeah. so the, the, it, there needs to be an ex- exclusive mini fridge for the milk you don't need a whole size fridge which and i think that's comfort level too i know my first two kids i just put we didn't have a fridge i don't think my first two when i was nursing at work so i just put it in a dark lunch box and put it in the fridge with everything else i'm like well I don't care if it makes sense. Like, I'm sure that probably made other people uncomfortable if they knew what was in my mm-hmm. lunchbox or whatever. But I'm like, it's not my I problem know. that there's not a fridge. And it was other girls in my office who started pumping after me who asked for a fridge. And I'm like, that's yeah. a smart idea. I never would have thought of that. <laughs> yeah. And I know there's like hesitation from employers, but just spend the hundred dollars or something. Right. And it makes everybody's life easier. Um, and then it's there for future women yep. who have to pump. <laughs> Um, the other thing I had to do was on a post-it note, I wrote, um, busy, please email because I was getting people knocking on my door when it was locked and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is embarrassing. And I was like, the first time that happened, I was like, oh, what do I do here? (laughs) Um, and I was all hooked up. So that is so funny that you say that because our room like is between conference rooms that other people are using and everyone knows like, okay, if Jessica's going in there, like she's pumping, but I would catch other guys in the office who would use that room to make phone calls and stuff. And I'd have to like knock on the door and be like, get the heck get out of my room. Like get this out. is my pumping room. I need to work. Uncool, like, man. Uncool. My breasts are engorged and they hurt. And get then out. I've, I've had interns knock on the door and they're like, you're taking too long. I'm like, you're not even supposed to be in this room because there's no reason unless you're nursing. So I just think in general, like, I don't know how to make it nice. I have a sign. It just said, it just, you know, that's the nursing room. Yeah. Ours didn't have a sign either. Everybody just knew there was a mother's room. We did have a key. So it was locked except for the mothers who had a key. Uh, No, no key. (laughs) Oh, and then there was a lock inside the door. (laughs) I took the train. Um, so (laughs) at the beginning I was really anal and would take ice packs with me and keep them in the freezer. And then I'd put the milk on the, on the ice packs. Um, I had a special bag for it from Petunia Pickle Bottom, which was insulated. I loved it. It was so cute. My train ride to door to door was like, is like an hour. So I didn't really need the ice packs after a while. I was like, eh, it's fine for an hour. Yeah. Which it is, but you don't realize that at first when you're doing it. So did you ever pump on the train um or did you ever have to because no. you came home late or anything no because i've been in situations where but i did like, have to pump right when i got home that's what i mean you either have to do that or like i've pumped while driving home even and mm-hmm. depending on the things and i'm like i get in my car put the pieces in and i'm like let's go and then i'm like taking the pumps out pouring the milk in the bottles to tighten them to up and the i'm car, like yeah. you do what you have to and yeah i know even a, like 
cousin-in-law of mine, she says she pumps right on the road with the style pump that you had with the hands-free bra. And she's like, I don't care what people see. She's yeah. like, I have to do it for my kid and that's what I'm doing. So but it's this, like comfort level again. I think this whole conversation has made me realize I just want a wireless, wireless pump <laughs> if I have another kid and have to br- and br- choose to breastfeed. Um, I hope I... I'm able to, but I'm definitely going to get a wireless yeah. one. The, 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 I'm having horrible flashbacks to having to put this freaking pump together. And I, hate, I hated it so much. I honestly hated yep. it. Well, and that I know is, there are moms who like it. Yeah. Better no, than some exclusively pump. And yeah, I had no issues them. with latching my kid on. So it was my initial issues were just like you said, figuring out the schedule. I have to know I have to do it, whatever. Eventually just like time yeah. established that he got better at like his cues and I got better at understanding him. I think like maybe two or three months in yeah, that got better. Um, so I had no problems with latching. So that was so much more enjoyable than pumping. Yep. I agree. Well, and you just feel like you're being used like in a good way yeah. by a kid as opposed to like a machine pushing on these machines and you're like, oh, okay, this is great. Like, especially yeah. when your baby's right next to you and you're like, why am I doing this when the baby's sitting next to me? Yeah. But you have to do it because if you're a working mom, you need to build up that milk supply to use. Yeah. While you're I think, at work. yeah, that's a good point. So I, when I first decided to also pump, I actually, I kind of knew the whole time, but that I would have to pump. So I ordered my pump in advance of yeah. having a kid. But when I, was like, okay, I'm ready to pump now. I think I started uh, two weeks before I returned to work. After I would feed him, I would also pump. Yep. And that was a lot. <laughs> I would have extra sessions. So I always pumped at like two in the morning as well as an extra session. And then as soon as I woke up, so it'd be two o'clock, six o'clock, nine o'clock. I would do it right when I got at work. Then like you said, 12, 3, 6 p.m., 8, right, over, right after I would feed him at night and then I would do a pumping right before I went to bed. Like I pumped Ooh, all around I did the that clock too, to initially, do that. Initially, and then I was like, I can't do this anymore. I'm down to four pumps a day. Yep. I If my milk goes down, that's fine. Like I've been doing this for, I think I had been doing it for like seven months already. And yeah. I was like, I'm done. I'm done with this pain in the middle of the night. Um, which one more thing before we have to conclude this wonderful discussion. Um, one other thing that I found really useful was the LV curve. See, I'm already an LV yeah. fan. I love the Calvi <laughs> catch and I love the LV curve. So LV curve is a manual pump, but instead of looking like a hand pump that looks exactly like the flange yeah. is connected to a bottle that you have to press with your hand, like a handle. Um, it is shaped like a breast. It's one silicone breast like yeah. shaped thing that inserts into a hard plastic outer casing. It's very, I don't know how to explain it. It's almost like a square okay. that's empty. Yeah. Right. So it's just like an outline of the thing. Yeah. Um, so you put that in and that worked really well for me for suctioning. I think I got like three or four ounces out of it. And you're saying to use this like when you're nursing. So on your yeah. other mm-hmm. breast. Yeah. So he, he would nurse from one breast Yeah. and I would just put it on the other one for catching leakage and then I would switch it. And then once he was done, I would just like squeeze it on you just suction it on yeah. there's a way to do it you once you figure it out it works really well but the other thing that i know a lot of people it didn't work for me but a lot of people love is the haka which i try it works amazing but it's a pain in the butt to stay on you and to like fig right like fidget your baby with you while you're because well, it's like imagine a bottle just hanging off your boob because it's got the suction yeah. part and then it's like a bottle shape and it just hangs off your boob whereas the lv curve is 
you can insert into your your bra. bra. Yeah. And so that was another really convenient thing that I always kept on me uh, when I went to work too, just in case. What was your favorite nursing bra used brand? If you remember. Honestly, I don't even think I have. Like I bought. I think the Target ones. Aiden. Aiden. A-E-D-A-N or A-U-D-E-N. Auden. Auden or A-U. I don't know. It's Auden, Aiden, something. Yeah. I think those were my favorite. Those are good. I've bought, there's like a three pack on Amazon that people like. They're super like thin. They look like thin sports bras. Yeah. Those ones are good for like at night and stuff when mm-hmm. you're, because you can't really wear normal bras a lot when you're no, nursing. You and people don't tell you that either. Like if you, like whenever I wore a wire bra, it would kill my pump or my boob and then I would get clogs. So you're basically in these like supportless bras for 12 months, more or less. I am. Um, I stopped wearing, even after nursing, I don't wear wired bras yeah. anymore. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I wear um, Soma wireless bras. The Embliss or, or what is it? Embliss hmm? or like those ones? Oh yeah, yeah. Like- Bliss and Bliss and something. I don't know. It's wireless though. Yeah. And I love it. And I, I'm small chested, so that's, it works. See, that's why I like wire ones because I feel like it lifts you up a little. Yeah. But for nursing with the LV, you need a supportive bra. Like those cheap things from Amazon are great for at night when you're just mm-hmm. going to bed so that you're not hurting. But I like the Bravado bra. It was like a thicker sports bra almost. Those are the best for LV because it had the best, um, what's the word? Like strap? Strap to hold it up and it would like keep you with suction the oh, most, I feel like. Okay. Because that's the trick with the LV is you have to have those cups suction to your bravado as as you can yes bravado bra i think target sells them now but you can get them on amazon oh, too. I yeah i bought them on amazon or bravado stores they always have a deal for like buy three get them for 99 which it seems a like lot. a lot but at the same time if you're using them for 12 months and multiple children it's worth it did you get insurance to cover any of the bras so that's what i was going to say next i was just talking to a friend at work and i told her with this last child i found out your insurance will cover parts tubes bottles and milk bags every single month for you while you're nursing i had no idea this yeah yeah it covered my i got my pump covered i got my tubes covered i got my manual pump covered it also covers manual pump up your choice um did you get this stuff every month no because i couldn't figure it out it was a lot to figure out i have hmo so i'd have to get a referral and blah 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 I just wasn't going to gotcha. waste the time, frankly, because I have billable hours. And I was yeah. like, I'm not going to spend two hours figuring this out. I got to freaking do work. But there is a way to do it. That's what I'm trying mm-hmm. to tell moms. Like, take advantage of that. Because those pump, those extra pieces are expensive. And mm-hmm. to me, it was always helpful to keep extra parts at work in case you forgot something. Because I've done that at work. And I had to run to Target and buy when I had the Medela with all the tubes and pieces yeah. or whatever, I'm like, shoot, I forgot the flanges. So I had to run to Target and buy new flanges, which are like 30 bucks. So Did you have to replace cheap. any parts on the LV? No. That's awesome. And I know on the free me was the only one I think had issues with me. And it was like, I don't know, 12 weeks in or something, something broke, but they sent me a new one the next day. Oh. Like I had it, they overnighted it. Like they have great warranties where as long as you call them up, I mean, they all have like one year warranty for sure. Yeah. So just know my, that. I think my biggest tip <laughs> is don't make the mistake of forgetting to put a container or bag or that because when I did spill the milk, it spilled all over my, my, um, machine. Mm-hmm. And then after a while it just didn't function properly. And that was not covered like milk spilling on it. That oh, was really? my own fault. So oh. it wasn't like 
the machine malfunctioned. It was I malfunctioned. <laughs> well, and like even for a setup when you're nursing at work, I always put a um, towel down, like a hand towel or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like I brought that. I started bringing that because when you're taking off the pieces, like you drip stuff and it's just like it's such a mess. Like they mm-hmm. make it look so easy in the commercials. It's not that easy. Like there's always some mess or whatever. So do the chips. I know we had a bag. It's Sarah's Wells. Was that oh, what yeah, it was that called? Was, yeah, the Sarah Wells bags. Those are great. Which those I didn't realize for is it opens up for that reason mm-hmm. to put your pump pieces on and stuff while you're nursing. Mm-hmm. So for all the new moms out there, look into these things. You also need nipple cream. I thought that was wonderful during nursing. Um, there's sterilizer bags that you can quickly put in your microwave if you do want to clean your parts in between sessions. I never, I bought those and I never ended up using them. I just, because I washed, washed the parts at the end yeah. of the day. You can boil your parts in hot water, like hot boiling water on a pot. That's another way to do it. You can have a sterilizer. Um, I had a sterilizer. I just liked it. It was convenient for yeah. me. I'm trying to think what else. That's it. Bring extra clothes. With you. Oh, the Bring first. Okay. Clothes. So after you have your kid, oh gosh, there's just so much. I feel like we should just have another episode <laughs> on this. Um, when you first have your child, the first two to three days are colostrum so you're not going to get a lot out of your breasts but that when the milk does come in oh my gosh my breasts were just like rock hard and i was like what's wrong and my child fed for an hour oh my gosh yeah i i i had to call the lactation consultant i was like is this normal like he's been eating for an hour she's like oh your milk came in i was like so it's normal she's like yeah that's great he's doing great i was like okay keep eating kid and it's weird because the colostrum is like, I can't even say it right. Colostrum. It's like yellow. Mm-hmm. It's such a weird material. And then it switches to it's like white It's yellow, thinnish, but darkish. It's weird. And it's It's creamy. like liquid gold, like they say. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but that's where the liquid gold, gold, gold comes in. Gosh. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't, I, I have more, I'm sure, but we were already at 45 minutes. <laughs> yeah, no, we're good. If you have any questions... Uh, about this topic whether it's how do I pump how do I nurse uh consult your lactation consultant because honestly they're going to know more and usually your hospital provides them uh if you have questions about how do I actually do this while working feel free to email us at podcast at lifeandpractice.com or send us a message on our website lifeandpractice.com or on our instagram lifeandpractice pump on yep Thanks for listening. This podcast was brought to you by the Illinois State Bar Association, the largest voluntary bar association in Illinois. I've been a member of the ISBA's Young Lawyer Division since 2015 and will serve as its vice chair next year. Last year, I was also appointed to the ISBA Insurance Law Section Council. It's a great organization to find other attorneys with similar interests and to seek out leadership roles. Check them out at isba.org.